0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Envision Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Hanquist, and I'm the CEO of Envision Nutrition. I'm here to take you from imagining your future possibilities to turning them into actual realities. I've taken everything I've learned over the course of five years of bodybuilding and have combined it with my 16 years of experience at being a busy working mom to create the best nutrition and fitness strategies. Now I'm bringing all that I've learned over to you through Envision Nutrition and giving you pieces of it through this very podcast. We'll be releasing a new episode every single Tuesday morning, so be sure to subscribe and turn on your notifications because you don't want to miss a thing. Hello Envision listeners and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I wanted to talk to you guys today about routines because it came vivid, it became vividly clear to me this past week that that I think is all too often um, the missing link between success and lack of success. I think when we are able to establish. A, an overall routine, and I will explain what I mean by an overall routine, we can literally create success in our own lives. Whether you work an eight to five career or are a self-employed entrepreneur, um, it is ideal and honestly a must- to have a routine in order to achieve your health and fitness goals. Now, that's not to say that this routine will not shift and change or that you may have to try a few different um, types of routines before you actually get it right. Now, if you have been following me on social media, Amanda Hankwist on Instagram, also Facebook, you know that... We have had a hellacious week. So as some of you know, my daughter Henley had tonsil surgery, a tonsillectomy, Um, and it was actually um, quite a while ago. Today is day 11, and she has been through the ringer with this thing. It has been painful for her. And then Thursday night, um, we found ourselves going from sitting down to eat dinner Having a great day to all of a sudden, my daughter is vomiting up large quantities of straight blood. And so, of course, we drop everything, didn't even so much as take a bite of food yet, and we rush her off into the emergency room. And then it just stops. So this episode continued the entire drive to the emergency room once we walked into the emergency room till we got to the front of the emergency room. This whole episode continued, and then all of a sudden it stopped. Well, they gave her some medication to stop the bleeding or cauterize the wound that was still open from the tonsil surgery, and we waited three hours. Still nothing. Nothing happened. And so um, we called the nurses, we called the doctor in, and... At this point, we were all feeling pretty comfortable to be discharged. And so they were working on her discharge papers. We were gathering up our things and we were getting ready to leave when the episode of vomiting up blood starts happening again, only way worse than it ever did before. And so it literally flashed before my eyes that, oh my gosh, this is actually very, very serious. This could be. Uh, not good. I mean, she's going to need a blood transfusion. Is she even going to make it? The thoughts went through my mind. Um, but I think as a mother, when you're in this situation, you just, you just do what you need to do. You go through the motions, you, you get her changed, you grab the towels, you help hold her down for the IV. You know, it's a very dramatic situation. And then she's rushed off into surgery within a half hour to have the wound repaired. And then we get home right around 4:30 a.m. from this crazy insane night of a tonsil bleed that happens to evidently 3% of the population who has a tonsillectomy and we were one of those lucky 3%. So, we get home and we go about our typical as as much as we can typical routine. But then fast forward a couple days later to like Saturday morning, for example, and I was just off. I was just off. I was just feeling like, you know what? I do not feel like drinking my water. I do not feel like getting my steps. And I certainly do not feel like going to the gym. And I don't like to give myself this, I guess, um, cover up, if you will, or this sense of, of relief that it's okay. You went through a lot. You don't have to. I'm the type of person that I'm going to do it because I know that's what is physically and mentally best for me. And so I forced myself to go to the gym. I did not put in 100% effort. I did give myself grace there. However, I went and I went through the motions and I continued to make myself do the routine things. I also allowed myself to take a nap, <laughs> but as far as my nutrition and my water and my activity and my workout, I still did it. Because over the course of this last six years, I have learned that I tend to get anxiety, and the only thing that makes it worse is when i am out of my routine when i am feeling lazy when i am not accomplishing things when i am not checking the boxes off the list so that i know are things that make me feel my best so what i am telling you is that even though life is going to happen even though chaos is going to break loose you still need to have your core values in place every single day no matter what that is what are your core values? In other words, your non-negotiables, things that make you a better human. What are those things for you? For me, it's being active. For me, it's getting rest. For me, it is getting my workout in. It's getting my water in. It's filling my body with good, nutritious food and not junk and crap. Am I going to have a little treat here and there? Absolutely, but that's not what I'm going to stuff my face with. And so, we have to have these non-negotiables because what is the one thing that we are certain of? It's the uncertain. We're always going to have unexpected things pop up. Control what we can. And what can we control? We can control what we put into our body. We can control the activity that we're doing. Even if it's an at-home workout. You guys, before COVID, we didn't have so much as a dumbbell in our home and When COVID hit, we did whatever we could. We searched high and low under every rock possible to find whatever gym equipment we could come up with. I did resistant bands workouts. I used gallon water jugs, broomsticks, couches, furniture, whatever I could to make myself able to still be active. I ran outside even though it was cold. But we still have to make it work. Are you stuck utilizing a home gym? gather more equipment and it may take some time. You know, I like to go and pick up another couple of dumbbells here and there so that it's not big purchases all at once. The point is is control what you can. Again, go back to writing down at least 3 to 5 core values that you need to hold for yourself. Is that a Morning devotional? Is that a morning walk? Is that a little short stint of yoga every single day? I don't know what that looks like for you. We all have different needs. For me, I know that my body thrives on good nutrition and movement. So even when I'm feeling tired and heavy, I know that's a sign that my body needs to move. Maybe I don't need to go push a ridiculously hard workout, but I need to move. That clears my brain. And exercise actually alters the chemicals in our mind to make us happier and healthier people. So keep that in mind the next time that you don't feel like doing something because you're tired. You need to. So now that we have our non-negotiables or our core values nailed down, how do we go about approaching those on a day-to-day basis to make sure they get done when life is so crazy? or vacations happen, or you know what, Friday we have this going on, Sunday we have this going on. You utilize small minutes of time, so your workout can't be an hour and a half like it typically is. Maybe your workout needs to be altered so that it's 20 minutes, but check that box off the list. So sometimes our routines may need to change, and it could depend on the season that you are in as a parent. If you have a newborn at home, it's certainly going to be a completely different season than when you have a driver, a teenager that's able to drive and able to, um, you know, get themselves from point A to point B. You're going to have different seasons in life. And therefore your routine and your typical uh, time of doing things is going to shift and change with it. If you have kids depending on you for rides, if you have kids involved in multiple different activities and so you're constantly running around like a crazy person, your time is not going to be your own time. But working backwards, so for example, if you're used to getting up at 6.30 in the morning and you know there's not going to be a spare minute of time throughout your day until 10 p.m., well, suck it up, buttercup, because you might have to get up at 5 a.m. to get a 35-minute workout in. You may not be able to get up at 6.30. You might have to get up at 5 to get it done. But working backwards or what I like to call backwards planning can be an essential way to make sure you hit all of your core values or your non-negotiables for the day. So what I like to do, and I actually do this week by week instead of day by day, uh, but I like to take a look um, whatever day I have available. So whether that's a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, it's typically one of those days. And it's whatever downtime I may have. So I'm going to take a look at my calendar for the following week, All right. And then I'm going to decide, okay, what time am I going to have to get up this week each day to ensure that I get all of those boxes checked off my list? And things have been a lot different for me this past uh, 12 days, because obviously uh, my daughter had just had a pretty significant surgery. And so things have had to change. Again, that goes back to, it's okay if your routine changes, as long as you still continue to get all of those core values done. And so I knew that my workout was gonna have to be after Sean gets off of work every day, which is not ideal. I hate going to the gym in that early evening time frame when it's super busy. But that's just when I have to get it done. So throw another, um, I guess, one-off into this is that I don't have a vehicle right now. I ordered a Jeep and hopefully it will be done later this very week. However, I sold my other vehicle too soon. And so I've been going quite some time with only one vehicle. So have been literally stuck at home or jogging places. <laughs> I do love that I have gotten a lot more steps in and I've gotten some miles on my bike. However, I will be excited when that is done. But my point is be willing to be flexible, be willing to change, even if your tr- routine has to change week, by week which mine has lately i mean we went from um not having a lot going on in the summertime and having um you know a another driver in the house to now all of a sudden i don't have a vehicle daughter had tonsil surgery kids started school all in the literally like the same week and so complete chaos it seems has occurred in our house, but the one thing that has stayed consistent, no matter what this craziness looks like, is that I have gotten my workouts in. I've not missed a session. I have gotten my steps in. I have gotten water in. Nutrition has stayed the same because in all of the chaos, the worst thing you can do is to create more chaos by eating crappy food, by not getting your you know workout in that is so mentally vital for you know, lower anxiety and those feel good hormones. So be willing to be flexible because the one thing that we all have in common as super busy people, maybe you have kids, maybe you don't. I think most of us listening have children and uh, have busy, super crazy lives. The one thing you can count on is the unexpected. And so always have a plan B, always utilize those small minutes Maybe that means you need to throw chicken in the crock pot before you go to bed so that you have food ready for the next day before you head into the office or go on a a long weekend of kids activities. I don't know what that looks like, but how can you utilize small little minutes of time? Because as busy people, we don't have hours of time to ourselves to do all these elaborate food prepping things. I am telling you, like I make like a batch of rice on Monday. And then Tuesday, I might make a big batch of meat. And then Wednesday, I might make uh, you know, another batch of rice. And then when you see what I'm saying? Then Wednesday, I might make a big thing of chicken. So I use these small minutes of time to get prepared for the times that I'm not going to have time to do it. And so I'm going to challenge you to, A, figure out what your core values are, write them down. I don't care if you have to whiteboard them, write them on a sticky note, you know, put a get a whatever they call those dry erase marker on your bathroom mirror. What are your core values? What are the non-negotiables that you are absolutely going to refuse to allow life to get in the way of? You are absolutely going to, no matter whether you feel like it or not, gonna get some kind of a workout in, even if it's a 15-minute workout. You're gonna get your steps in, even if it's raining outside. You're gonna get your water in because you know that's gonna make you feel really good and keep, uh, you know, your your brain clear and your digestion on point. Whatever that, whatever those values look like for you, what is it that is gonna make you the best version of yourself? And don't let yourself down. Also be flexible, know that your routine is going to change with each stage of life that your kids are in and that you're in, knowing that there's gonna be times of uncertainty and chaos and be willing to change that routine even if it's changing it every single week until you've figured out what works for you and then it's probably gonna change some more and that's okay. But be flexible and be willing to accept the change But don't be willing to sacrifice your non negotiables. Utilize those small minutes of time. Use the backwards planning method to make your day a success. Because when you lay your head down on your pillow every night, you know that you would, if the day went absolutely freaking nuts, you know that you still kept your core values going. All right. Even if it wasn't a timed or a planned time that you got them done, even if it wasn't the full entire, hour workout that you intended. Still, you can make yourself proud. You can achieve your goals little by little chip away at them because no matter what life is going to come at you hard and it is how you respond to it that will determine your success. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, please be sure to tune in every single Tuesday morning. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe and turn on your notification so that you don't miss a beat. I'd love it if you share this podcast, your Instagram story, Facebook page, or any of your other social media platforms so that I can help others out there become the best versions of themselves. I'd so appreciate you listening in. And until next time, keep your goals high, but keep each step attainable.